looks like we are. Yeah, we're live. Cool. Welcome, everybody, to another fun-filled adventure of Johnny and the Greg. Thanks for joining us. If you happen to be here and you happen to like it, give us a thumbs up. That really helps us out as well as subscribe. And, you know, for those of you that like to listen to books or like to read books, Greg has a great offer for you. Totally do. You can go to, so I got to mute that. If you go to audibletrial.com, you get one month free of Audible for free on us. So uh, it is audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. They have thousands upon thousands of audiobooks to choose from, both fiction and they keep and coming. Non-fiction. They keep coming. Every week, yeah, when books get released, they get new audiobooks as well. Sometimes it's even day and date. It used to be like, if you wanted a book, the, the audiobook would come out like maybe even six months later. Not the case anymore. They're coming out at the same time. The other thing they have on there is a lot of learning material and podcasts. You can find us there if you want to use Audible to listen to us as well as all the rest of your audiobook needs. You can find us there. So again, it is one month free on us. Go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Boom. And so we'll just jump right into it. Um, my bears have gotten embarrassed today. I knew that oh, was going to happen. My I knew, goodness. I yeah. knew that was going to happen. This yeah, was, it that was, was They were just going into a buzzsaw today. And I knew that. And you know, I, I hope, I really hope that your front office takes this as a sign. You've got a, a pretty good, although young quarterback mm-hmm. who couldn't even throw the ball because the offensive line is just an open gate. It's, yep. oh, you, if you want you want to tag our quarterback here, just go ahead. Yeah. Our go only ahead. shot of winning games is to never get to a third down. And that doesn't happen likely in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, as far as them knowing or them, our front office getting a clue, they will not, they've had four yeah. years to build it. They haven't built it. So why should they start now? And that is why, and you know, there's all these people out there that say, I am never here to, uh, to jump on the bad bandwagon or call for somebody else's job. I'm calling for their jobs. I want Nagy and I want pace gone. You're going to ruin this quarterback yeah. if it doesn't happen. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. So Packers won uh, your Browns won, I think Thursday. Yeah, Browns won Thursday night. And again, Packers, Packers won. So chink, drink Wisconsin, I believe, with the buddy. (laughs) Probably will not be drinking today. I'm in protest. (laughs) You kind of should be. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was a bad showing. Anyway, it's what I expected. So moving forward, we're going to kind of stay on football as a small little subject because it has to do with our basically our big topic today which i think it's going to be a huge topic i just have no idea where this is going to go but it can go in a bunch of different ways so i'm going to read this to you i got this from espn this happened last monday and i know we're kind of late to the party but it says here that washington state fired football coach nick Rolovich and four of his assistants on Monday after they refused to comply with the mandate that all state employees be vaccinated against COVID-19. I'll read this and then we can go. Washington Governor Jay Inslee had a set of a deadline of Monday for thousands of state employees, including the Cougars coaches, to be vaccinated against the coronavirus or risk losing their jobs. And they lost their jobs. Um, The coach did not specify as to why he wouldn't get it. So he didn't sit there and say he had religious reasons or anything of that nature. But the reason I bring this up to you, Greg, is it goes, it kind of piggybacks off of a podcast that you and I did when we did Topic Thunder was to vaccinate or not to vaccinate. And we were talking about kids at that time. It hasn't seemed like it's really changed much. Yeah. And, and you know what? I did read that story when it came out earlier in the week. And he did initially say for religious issues or like, you know, I don't, I don't want to get it from my religious beliefs. And then I think he was pressed on it. And they're like, okay, well, what religion are you? Yeah. And, and like he didn't produce or, or whatever it was. Cause I know a lot of people are checking that box just cause they don't want to get it. And I was going to say, do you feel that when he, and I don't, I don't know. I know that he 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 went that route and it was denied. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they said no, but do you feel that a lot of people 
are like, do you, uh, let's just talk about him. Do you think he thought that if he just would leave him alone and they wouldn't stress it? Cause there's this whole like, Hey man, that's your religion. Like I, I'm not right. Gonna, right. Yeah. Know. I'm pretty sure that's probably why. And then when he got if, pressed, he was like, Oh, if it is a religious conviction, you have no problem being vocal about it, about that is my religious conviction because I belong to this religion. Or this Do you know what religions don't want you? Um, I know like, I, I believe Christian scientists, they don't believe or, or certain sections of Christian scientists. And I'm getting this straight from like a lot of media okay. um, where, you know, it is your child is sick. There is a surgery we can do and they will live and they're they say no it's the power of god that will heal them and so we're going to just pray over our child and hope that god heals them um i believe a, a one couple was actually found guilty of uh child abuse by way of negligence because their child was sick and then i believe ended up passing away oh, where where there could have a... been a there could have been and it was like an appendicitis maybe or something that they're like no really surgery is needed or else your child will die because if, if appendix bursts it poisons yeah. your insides and you die and they said nope not gonna do it and sure enough the child died and because they were they were informed you know it, it yeah. was an informed decision that they said no the state brought charges against them so mm. so there are you know that's a discussion in itself it is yeah, yeah. it really is um yeah. but th there are you know certain religions that say no inoculations or, or anything like that i the only one i can think of is is christian scientists but there's probably more i'll do a quick google search while we talk about it yeah um you asked me you text me because i sent this to you in the middle of the week saying that hey man maybe we should talk about this and you asked me where i stood um it was a great question because to be honest i feel like i stand on a fence like I understand the importance of a community and I understand the importance of mm -hmm. an individual decision. And I, I totally get where both are coming from. To me, it just, it, it just, I think it comes down to the line of how strong is your stance when you have to feed your family? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I, I don't, and I, and I hope I don't ever have to be in this predicament. So, I mean, I don't really know what side I'm on. I like, I get both. I really understand both sides of this. And I think you're just in this no win situation. I really do. I don't, where do you stand on this? You didn't really tell me where you felt, what you felt. Um, so by law, there have been inoculations that have been required, like for kids just to go to school for decades, like like polio, right? Like polio, yeah, was a or, big deal back then. Yep, uh, the MMR, uh, measles, mumps, and rubella shot. Mm -hmm. uh, that mm -hmm. for decades, those have been required because when those diseases were rampant, it was it, it was your child could die, or with polio, your child wakes up and can no longer walk. Yeah. They're still alive. Like they, they, they'll survive polio, but then you can't walk. And it's like, no. And I think almost there was like that physical factor in there that people are like, no, I'm going to get my kids taken care of. Yeah. Um, well, I think that also, I, I'm just speaking of the polio one. I think that comes back in a time where kind of everybody believed their government. They believe that their government wasn't in a way harmed them. I mean, uh, the, the polio piece, I mean, that, I mean, there were still kids in the 50s getting 50s, 60s, maybe a little bit less than 70s that were getting polio. I mean, because yeah. it was like really rampant in like the turn of the century, like through in the 20s and whatnot. So it was an honest to God fear that parents had. And parents haven't had that fear for a long time. No, no, you're right. Um, I think it also because a polio really attacked children. It could attack adults, but the idea of it happening to your kid was scary enough that you went through with the vaccination yeah this is you know what they're saying is most kids if they get it can fight it off so that's why people are like well if i get it i'll just fight it off but there's still like i don't know like one hundred sixty thousand people dying a day is that right yeah unfortunately i know yeah. someone today who uh had to go to the yeah. hospital because their loved one yep. passed away or is uh, 
like is on their deathbed. Literally, I know. Today. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know people that have yeah. passed away. Um, fortunately, it's been no one really close to me. Knock on wood. Um, but we were just before we got on. Krista said our old neighbor, like when our first house, like oh, he passed away, and I'm like, does it say? And he was older. Yeah. I bet he was in his seventies. And so you kind of wonder. And I knew, I knew a little bit about you know what where he side stood health wise. Well, more oh. like where he stood politically. Okay. And so it wouldn't surprise me if if he didn't if he because he would be on uh, of a political view that. And this isn't a political issue. I'm not trying to make it a political right. issue because I don't believe it is. It's a. It's I think a, a lot of people are trying to turn it into. Yeah, it's a it's a public health issue. Yeah. And that's that's the. You know, I think the bigger thing is it's become so politicized Mm -hmm. and to the point where you've got like the daily show at these rallies where people are like, there's no such thing. No such like they believe that COVID is completely made up and that all these people are dying from something else. I don't know. Um, But they believe the vaccination is fake that i think and then it's almost a joke because it's you know the daily show but they're like they're putting creepy crawlies in there and they're going to keep trachea and i'm like buddy (laughs) okay well that's really funny okay so let's just let's just let's just play with that little idea that they're putting things in you that can keep track of you i want everybody to wake up right now do you know how easy it is to track you now with your phone it is yep. so easy to track you with your phone right now. All or, the apps you have on, yeah, all the watches you carry in your car. People yep. know where you are 24 hours a day. If they really wanted to get after you, they could figure it out. Okay. And so, unless you're using a hundred percent cash a hundred percent of the time, if you're using right. your card, yes, debit card, credit card anywhere, yes. that purchase is tagged. They know where yes. you're at. Yeah. And that's been since like the eighties. Yes. It's been very easy for a very long time to find you. Like if you watch Dateline, most of the people get in trouble because their cell phone gets dinged and they're in some park or they're in some like wooded area where they weren't supposed to be. So yeah, guys, that whole idea that, Oh my God, they're going to track you. If you have Facebook, if you have Instagram, if you have a phone that is not attached to, I don't know, like the wall, you're being tracked. Well, you're I mean, listen to the wall. I mean, you know, if you have Alexa, you're being listened yeah. to. It, it's happening in in 1998. So before social media, yeah, because 1998 was before social media, right? Will Smith made a movie called Enemy of the State. Yes, with yes. him and Gene Hackman, and they are tracking Will Smith everywhere. Yep. Now that wasn't that was using 1998 technology. Yep, that's true. Like, like they can. Whoever they is, you know, they want to know where you're at and what you're doing. They're going to find out the best way to make them not care about you is don't be a douche. So, um, yeah. But anyway, going back anyway, to, yeah, you didn't back actually to, tell us where you I stand. Didn't. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I've, I mean, I've got the step, I've got the poke. So, um, I'm for, the, for that people, if you don't understand his lingo, that means he got the shot. Yeah. I, I'm, I've, <laughs> yep. I got it. Uh, yeah. my kids have it. My, my wife hasn't gotten it yet purely because she had to go through another checkup where they said, uh, you know, she had to get a mammogram and they're like, right. it may offer some kind of false positive. Yeah. And so she said, okay, I'll wait. But now that that's done, she, we're just, you know, where's a weekend where we don't have anything coming up that right. she can get it on a Friday. And if she has an adverse reaction, right. she can lay low for a couple of days. Okay. Um, in terms of, in terms of this Washington coach. So yes. he worked for Washington State University. So he mm-hmm. is considered a state employee. employee. Yep. And so it doesn't matter if you're working as the head football coach or if you're the janitor at the smallest college in the dorms. I mean, they're on the same level compared to state employees. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's it. Mm-hmm. And so when that mandate came down, and honestly, I look at it the same as like, any any private business, if they want to say, you know what, we want our employees to have the inoculation if you're working here, both for the for the protection of our customers and for your protection. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the rule. That's their standard. Okay, that's it. So you're right. If 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 it's between feeding my family and getting the shot, I'm gonna get the shot. Yeah. Um, I uh, my wife and I are fully vaccinated as well. 
we talked about this before on the podcast that and look man this may sound stupid but i just literally woke up one day literally woke up one day because i was one of the first that says i am never getting that it's not been tested i mm-hmm. don't and i think that's the biggest fear is that it's so new right and nobody's really getting any credible information and even if they get the credible information they don't they, believe it yeah they don't believe it and this yeah. i think we i've never remembered a time and i haven't lived that long but throughout history i never remember a time where people were so distrusting of information out there even if it was correct and then they trust information that's maybe not necessarily right. correct and they don't they don't they don't do they don't follow the three things that you always end the show they're with, not you know? yeah they're not going for their sources they're not checking yeah where it's coming yeah. from they're, they're, they're not going they, by headlines right so i mean when it came time like when this came out and you know it became available to the general public the place where i work is in health and human services okay. now i'm not frontline staff so yes. i wasn't on the top of the list i was much lower on the list mm-hmm. um but they were sending us information from the cdc from the world health organization um but what and i would I mean i'd read it and i go yeah that's the same as what i'm seeing on the news and things like that right um and then when i went i had to go to my doctor for like just an annual thing and my nurse who's a real straight shooter um i sat down with her and this was like when it was like all nurses need to get it like mm-hmm. it was just a and i sat down I'm like so did you guys have to get the shot already she's like uh we had a meeting yesterday where our doctor and this is a private practice kind of deal um the doctor said okay it's available as soon as it comes in everybody on our staff needs to get it she went um i what if i don't want to get it? he goes well then you're not going to work here and that yeah. became kind of a contentious thing now they're both kind of fiery so um she said she went home that night and was like kind of fretting about it this altercation she had with her boss essentially and so she dialed up uh, a pharmacy that actually i'm also acquainted with um the pharmacist there and she's like so tell me tell me what this is like mm-hmm. what do you think about this as a <laughs> professional pharmacist whose job it is to deal drugs what are you thinking about this and right. he goes okay he goes the idea that it is an untested vaccination he's like actually isn't true because it's they're using the SARS vaccination as the base that's where they're mm-hmm. building it off of and then right. they're adding in the antibodies for COVID-19 mm-hmm. uh, and that's why I'm like so are they, they're not using a live sample she's like no it's not a live sample it's not even a dead sample it's actually the antibodies in and I was like okay I said so what about this testing stuff she goes is if you really want to see the testing results go back to SARS vaccine which again hasn't been around a long long time but it's been around for about five or seven years so okay okay and they said the only study that they don't have is like the 30-year study on um fertility rates right for men and women yeah and they said so if your kids get it like we're not gonna really know that 30-year study for like another 28 years yeah and i was like okay so it's and at the time i'm like it's either risk my kids getting it and dying and not having grandkids or having my kids getting the not the vaccination surviving and not having any grandkids well obviously i want my kids to live but no matter what so well, yeah I, yeah it's so a, i went that route and because there's i mean there's no they're like there's no evidence that it will affect it there's no evidence that it won't affect it they're saying right now it shouldn't but who knows so yeah. the the idea like when it was you know, of course when I, they're like it changes your dna i'm like nothing can do that well the only thing i know that can do radiation that is right a bone marrow transplant okay a bone marrow transplant can change your dna that's not what this is like superhero stuff no not really but Damn. i had a i had a friend of mine who unfortunately passed of uh um Bone marrow poisoning or something? Or? No, it was lymphoma. He was waiting oh. for a bone marrow transplant, and they could never kill off the cancer enough to give him because you need to be completely cancer free. Yeah, so like they kill it for like two weeks. They go in there and do the transplant, and so then his body can start to change, but he could never keep a two week no cancer count. Yeah, and unfortunately, he passed away. Um, hmm. 
a little over a year ago. But when I talked to him about it, he had said my like my blood type's gonna change. Like they're literally changing my blood. Like I'm they're changing, I'm gonna get new DNA coding through this bone marrow transplant. Oh like, that's wild, man. He goes, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty wild. It is pretty wild, yeah. Um, excuse me. Um bubbles from my drink. Um, but yeah. Um, I, you know, my, my, uh, I have friends now where, and my company's doing the same where I had to, I had to go online and kind of show them proof yep. that I've been Thank vaccinated. You. Now, what I do is I go out in the field every day. So I, I, I get why they would need someone like me to be, uh, vaccinated, you know, mm-hmm. um, again, I go back to the, the greater good, you know, helping the greater yep. good of the community. And then I, you remember that long speech that they have it on like Captain America poster. And it's something that he always talked about where like, if you believe you're in the right mm-hmm. and they tell you to move, it is your God given, or it's your American <laughs> right to plant your feet at the ground and say, no, you yeah. move. Yep. And I always remember that quote. Cause I'm like, Hmm, that's a lot of people are, are taking this, but the question I think that they need to ask themselves is why are they really taking this? Yeah. Why are they really taking this stance? Is it because they're scared or they got the wrong information or they were hanging out with, you know, their local buddy down in his garage and they got, you know, they got right. the bravado going and they start shooting off facts that no one's fact checking and no one's saying right. anything. you're just there to agree. And that got them all ready to stand ground. And now they don't want to look like a, I don't know. They don't want to look like a turncoat in front of their buddy. Like there is a are- very very American attitude of don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a large part of this. And a lot of people feel I think it's a great like point. you can't tell me what to do. I'm an American. I have rights. You know, this isn't, yeah. this isn't in bill of rights. You know, yes, yeah. you have a right to free speech. Yes. You have a right to own a gun. Yeah. You know, you're protected from law all law right? search and seizure. I mean, there's what, what, isn't there a law that says like if it if it's for the greater good you have to do it isn't there a law like that i don't know about that like if it was for like like for a a situation like this where you if you're the one person that's kind of keeping or putting everybody else in danger that makes you like you have to do it so you don't do that i remember hearing something like that when this was starting to become a big deal in terms of people wearing masks versus people not wearing masks. Right. You know, when getting into a law versus a mandate is okay. Different stuff. Oh, uh, well, while you look this up for anybody out there that is still listening to us or you're watching us live, let us know in the comments below. Let us know where, where, what are your thoughts? Where do you stand? And look, Greg and I aren't here to let you know that you're wrong. We're not into that game. Um, I just want to hear every, what does people think about this? Cause this is a scary thing and I understand both sides. And I just, the only thing I would say is just make sure you're getting the right information before you make a decision. That's all I'm going to say when it comes to whatever choice you're going to make. So what do you got, Greg, anything? Well, it's definitely not in the, I mean, the bill of rights is the first tenant. It's not in there. Um, but there is the last the last section of the bill of rights, it says anything that's not covered in the bill of rights falls in the power of the state. So that is partially when it comes down to like a state issue. Um, so oh, unless, yeah. it, unless it's in like the full, like constitutional part. Yeah. You know, so when it comes to the 27 the, constitutional rights, so. Keep going. I'll, going I'll keep. when it comes back to going to this this football coach that got fired. I think this is just yeah. the tip of the iceberg. I think there's going to be a lot of people. In fact, um, I know I have a family member whose uh, whose business is has a mandate by like November or something. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it by November or something, you're gone. And they're already making plans to yep. kind of put those packages together. That if they have to take that hard stand and say you're fired or we're gonna have to let you go. They're, they're preparing themselves to do it. So it's a scary time because I don't know if I could ever come home to my, to my family and sit there and say, like, I got fired because I didn't get a shot. So Christmas is going to be really tough this year, guys. 
Well, but at the same time, or, I know I know healthcare workers, like nurses. Yeah. That were like they were they flat out saying, Nope, I'm gonna walk out. If they make me do it, I'm done. I won't work here. And and they're saying because I mean, and these are again, you've got two nurses, both hold the same state licensure, meaning they both receive the same level of education. And you got one saying, I did the research, I think it's fine. And you got one saying I did the research and there's no way in hell. Yeah, see that. And you're like, what? How yeah, that's, does that's, that work? That's tricky. Yeah. How does that work? And I'd love if, to know. And I know nurses that make some of them really good money and yeah. they are the breadwinner. And so if you're saying you're coming home and saying, sorry, kids, you know, it's hard times for a while and we're not going to have benefits for a while. So don't get sick and everything else. And I don't know about that, man. Well, that's another yeah. thing. Think about that. Let's say, yeah, you lose your health insurance if you yeah, quit. Let's say, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden you get COVID and you need it. Yeah. Like that's, that's a rough, that's a really rough choice. So you uh-huh. better make sure you're ready to hunker down for this because it yeah. could be, could be a long time. Yep. Hopefully. But I think hunt. it, I think you're right, Greg. I think it does go back to the whole, you ain't going to tell me to get a shot. Yeah. I, I think that is a lot of it is yeah. just the, nope, I'm an American. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Cause like Again, other, from what I understand, other countries are not having this problem. You know what? That's very funny. Um, I was explaining this to uh, uh, my wife, and she's like, you should get somebody on from Canada, see if they're going through the same thing. She goes, because from what I understand, they're not. Yeah, not Can- you know. Not. I was going to say Canadian. Nope, not uh, not Canada. Yeah, but you're the right. Nether- All over the Netherlands, no. Like Northern Europeans, they're fine. Yeah. Not happening to them. Yeah, I w- yeah you're right. And it's just, um, what does it say about us, man? I think I did read like, like Australia and New Zealand, like they're having some issues. With I heard, yeah, Australia's not they're a good not place fans. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A um, lot, of, lot of crazy stuff going on there, from what I understand. But yeah. um, yeah, I just thought this was an interesting thing because, like I said, man, this I feel this is only the tip of the iceberg. I think you're going to hear about a lot of people, um, losing their jobs for this. And I mm-hmm. guess it's how long are you willing to go hungry and how long are you willing to live in your house without the lights on? Yeah. I mean, because that stuff starts to become real and I don't know, are they going to start, is there going to be some sort of new uh, check that's given to these people? Well, I think it'll be, I mean, what we have in my, my place of business now for, for staff that work with the people that we serve if they're not vaccinated, uh, as of right now, they they get to keep their job. We're not firing them. But you, like every day you come into work, we're going to yeah, take your temperature. Testing. We're going to, I mean, I don't know if we're doing the rapid tests or anything like that before they can clock in or, yeah. um, but there's full precautions. Like it's, you're masked up, you're gloved up, you got a face shield and you're taking your temperature like I don't know, multiple times a day. I mean, I, I gotta, I can't say for sure, but it, it is that level. And so we're, they're saying, if you don't want to do that, go get the shot. I mean, which we, they, they pay for Like it's, this isn't a, this isn't a cost to anybody. You know, it was always weird with me, that whole thing, like taking your temperature, like that was weird to me because I, I've heard like with COVID you can be, you could have COVID and be, you know, giving it to people and you feel fine. You don't know. And I, I would think that if somebody had a fever, they would be like, you know what? Maybe I should just stay home for a couple of days. Like I would think they wouldn't go to work. <laughs> you think so. But I remember when I was teaching, I would rather, I mean, I don't know about a fever, but if that's, I just that's like, I mean. felt bad, I would yeah. rather go to work sick than I have to call in a sub and deal with that. I get that. I, I, I actually understand going to work sick, but yeah. I don't think I've ever gone to work with a fever. Yeah, maybe not. I'd have to, you know, so guys, let us know out there. Has that. anybody done that? Has anybody? I'm sure people have done that, but that's something that I would think would almost make you, I don't know, just second get like, that's one of those things. Like if you wake up and your throat's a little sore, you're like, eh, I slept wrong or it was weird in my house temperature wise or 
you know, you you kind of blow it off and work throughout the day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if you feel a little achy, I'm talking about days before COVID. So now I'm not talking about now because now is now is sensitive. Now you don't know if you have it. And every sniffle has to be like secondly looked at. You yeah. know, it's so my one of my daughters, we, we got her a new pair of contacts that they corrected the astigmatism in a little okay. bit more that made her nauseous. Okay. And it gave her a headache. Oh, and they sent her and home. So they sent her home. They said she's nauseous. She they said nauseous and a headache are factors that um we're gonna send her home for two weeks unless you get a negative COVID test. And I was like, okay. So then wow. I'm immediately calling around. Where can we get it? I'm like, it's it's she's got new contacts, like this isn't a thing. They said doesn't matter as long as she's nauseous and uh has a headache those are two factors we're sending we're going to keep her at home wow like okay wow so we had to scramble but then of course she took a COVID test and she's negative so i i understand being cautious but then there's also the i mean if these COVID tests these rapid tests these things you can do in two hours yeah are so easy to do and it's literally spitting into a tube why can't a school nurse do that yeah like like okay we'll give you a COVID test right now We'll see how you do. Well, you think it's budget? It could be, but these things are supposedly being given out for free. So oh, I I didn't know. So I mean, you're you're a little bit, you're a little bit um, you're more experienced in that area yeah. in terms of you know. See, the one thing that I don't have to deal with right now is my daughter. I don't have to deal with school. Like yeah. I don't have to deal with that yet, and. The only thing that that raises an eyebrow, and I really don't know what I would do. Um, but if it comes time for her to have to go to school, and they're demanding she gets a COVID shot, I'm just not sure about that at the age of four or five. I'm yeah, not I don't sure know. about I think that. They're going that young. No, I've heard they're but... going from five to twelve. Like they're, they're the new designing ones? A, a, a. Oh, they will. But then, yeah. you, but then you're looking at it at the same way as. All the other inoculations. It's just going to be included in that five-year-old. Oh, you're going to preschool now. Okay, here are the shots you need to get. You get shots for preschool? Sure. Yeah. You do? Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't yeah. remember doing that because I maybe not. I almost remember every shot from memory <laughs> when it I was, was so out. traumatizing. Yeah, it was traumatizing. Um, it's, it's no wonder you were scared to get a tattoo. Um, <laughs> the yeah, I mean, like when you start signing up for school, and it doesn't matter if it's parochial school or public school or private or whatever, they're going to say we need an immunization card, which is everything that she's gotten in her entire life. And if she missed something, they're going to say, we really need you to go back and get this one. Because we had my son who the first shot he got, his he, get, he got a fever from yeah. the shots. Like his body just didn't handle. Well, they gave him four at a time. We're like, yeah, we need to put him on some kind of delayed schedule. Yeah. He got a fever of like 103, 104. We're like, no, we're not doing that again. And so when he went to kindergarten, they're like, well, he missed this one. We're like, okay, well, then we'll go back and get this one. And they also try to push ones that, and, and this is might be where it falls. Like they push the chicken pox vaccine mm-hmm. and they push. So maybe it's going to fall into that. But at the same time, nobody dies of chicken pox in this right, country. Right. Like that doesn't happen. Right. Um, so like we said no to the chicken pox vaccine for a long time. Um, yeah. until they kind of got past the age, like and we we'd hear, oh, so and so has the chicken pox. We're like, great, do you want to get the kids together? Because let's have our kids let's, get the chicken pox so that they just don't get have this to over get with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as they yeah. got past that age where like, you know, high schoolers really don't get chicken no, pox no. anymore we're like yeah okay now now you can take the vaccine and your immune system's a little bit bulked up to where you shouldn't go yeah yeah that's the only thing that um my wife and i were discussing like we weren't exactly sure and we're, we're, we're both like my wife used to be a nurse so she's very logical when she puts things uh-huh. together she doesn't she never gets wrapped uh swept up in hype she never does that mm-hmm. so I've always looked to her as some sort of a steady, like, am I getting too crazy about this? Am I getting nuts about this? Cause I can get very easily wrapped up in the whole emotional wave of whatever is happening. 
And so I always, she's always a great balancing act for me. And she's like, you know, right now I'm not, I don't want to do that. I don't, you know, she's growing her, you know, she's growing her brain's developing. I don't know. Right. You know, let me take right. that back. I think my wife is a very logical person until it comes to her daughter. And then yeah. it, it's mom, which is understandable. Yeah. I mean, your um, brain, your brain is going to grow to your 25 though. Right. That's, yes. Yes. That's yeah. development is kind of, so you can't hold off that whole time. So right. there's, again, I mean, if, <laughs> if someone were to hear this conversation that we're having, and if like, if someone came up to me and said, I heard your podcast and that all your children are getting the shot and vaccinations and things like that. And I don't believe in that. And we're not going to be friends anymore. I'd be like, really, really? You're going to unfriend me in real life because of my belief about vaccinations. So I don't quite get where people are getting so wrapped up in this, that they're refusing to. Yeah. That is kind of like, like they're, Hey, like they're, I heard you don't like chicken nuggets. Yeah. We're not friends anymore. It's, it's that it's, it is that level of stupidity. Yes. I would say that's probably better off then. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I would just be like, see ya. (laughs) I'm sorry. You feel that way. (laughs) And and that would be it. But so, yeah. So again, the Washington coach, it was a job requirement, man, the, your state remained a job requirement and you refused to do it. Yeah. So at, at the base of it, that's what it is. You, you made a decision. You had plenty of time, you know, whatever beliefs or anything else that you had wrapped around that doesn't matter. It was a job requirement. Yeah. I think to end this conversation, I think it's easy when a guy who probably has made enough money to where he can sit back a little bit and just uh, survey the scene before, you know, if you've made enough money that you can take a year off and not worry about it. Yeah. Good for you. Yes. Most people can't. Right. So I think, you know, I think he got a pretty good hefty bonus. I know he was the highest played, highest paid government employee. Yeah, I bet. Um, I know he was in the state of Washington. But if you're Joe truck driver and you need that, yeah, they're telling you or me, let's just talk about me. They said, like, I knew it was eventually coming down the pipe. That yeah, look, you're going into grocery stores every day. You're talking to people face to face every day. You're touching product every day. You're, you're, you know, you're going to, I knew this was coming to me. Like I had to do it. And like I said, yeah. look, there was no, I just, I literally woke up and said, okay, you know what? Like yeah. I need, I need to do it. So um, for me, it was the conversation with the nurse where, where they said, look at the SARS vaccination. That's the data you're going to have I'm to go sorry. off of. I'm wrong. You're right. You're right. I, I have the, I'm surrounded by medical people in the, like my family, most of my family, especially uh, my wife's side of the family is very nurses and uh, doctors Uh and surgeons. And I have a doctor on my side and I did pick their brains. So I think that's why Ursula and I came to a decision because I know right away, Ursula and I were very against it. Yeah, me too. We're like, we're not standing in line for that, but you know, yeah. Until I got the right information from the right people Correct. and then, and then verified that. Right. as true. I went, okay, this right. is the best we're going to get. So, yeah. So all we're, all we're saying moving forward and then we'll, we're going to move on from this. We haven't, I mean, this is, we don't need to beat a dead horse anymore. Just <laughs> make sure you guys just get the right source. Bar talk is not the right source. Okay. Right. Talking to Joe and his his cousin's neighbor's sister's brother, you know, said that it was a government conspiracy. Oh, okay. You know, believe what you want to believe, but that's it. So, Greg. Yeah. Did you know that they actually, let me ask you this question, Greg, because we're moving on, people. Are you cool with your height? Like, do, do you wish you were taller? Do you wish you were shorter? Are you good with it? Um, I feel like I am way too short for my weight, but other than that, I'm okay. Okay. So like if I was taller, I'd be in the right weight category, but I'm not. So, (laughs) okay. Um, You can actually change that, Greg, believe it or not. (laughs) I didn't know about this until this came to my attention this week that there is actually a surgery out there where short guys who are like, you know, five, three, they can get up to like five, six. 
And it's a really weird way of how they do it. Yeah. Um, have you looked this up? Have you known about this? I saw, I saw a story, I think on Instagram or something like that. Yeah. And I hear it's like super painful and yeah. super invasive. Yeah. So buckle in people. So this is what they actually do. Okay. They, okay. I'm just going to, they break your bone, like your femur. Okay. Yeah. Like they your, break it. Your leg bones. Yep. Right. And they insert or they drill a hole into the femur. They slip something into the hole and then they connect it with this thing that they're putting in. So they have, so if you want to picture two bones, uh, they drill a hole in there to slice something in, they reconnect it. And then <laughs> you go to the doctor's visit and he kind of just goes, uh, he hooks you up to some machine where he stretches you, isn't it? Huh? I think it stretches you. It, it's, it's something where these vibrations or he hits a button and this thing slowly like just pull, like it, it'll automatically pull it apart. Like I think by like centimeters. Yeah. And then their theory is, or it's actually proven because of that empty space, the bone marrow will right. connect like, and then connect, over time. connect that over time. So we're talking, I think, I think we're talking about a year. You can like change your height and like by inches yeah. by like three inches like that's wild like he goes now i've seen videos of these people before and after and it actually works but they look weird when they run man yeah. it's not the same anymore. yeah i mean because you're not gonna be an athlete your skeletal structure like yeah. for, the, for your height and and yes you may have a long torso or you may have longer legs right. i mean those natural kind of things but if you're unnaturally just lengthening your legs yeah that's weird man yeah. that's i'm a bit i'm a big believer look i'm not a fan of okay and i'm not trying to offend anybody here your choice is your choice i'm just saying speaking from my point of or just the way i feel and i think i'm very old school about this i believe you got what god gave you and yeah. you should be happy with it and what i mean by that is look um e either when it comes to hair loss or it comes to grain faster. Um, mm -hmm. Those are the small things I'm talking about when it also, but anybody that wants to augment themselves because they think that whatever they get's going to make now, now my life is going to get on track because I'm two inches taller. Right now my life is going to get on track because now women find me attractive because I have a full head of hair. I yeah. just, I don't see I don't see that, but yep. I, 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 I'm coming a little, I'm coming a little insensitive about it because I think the way, because I believe that I don't feel a certain way or I get over very fast certain right. things. Like when I started getting gray, it bothered me maybe five seconds. Like I didn't right. really care that much. Now mm -hmm. I, I have called you before when our lovely, our lovely hairstylist, Tina told me that, yep. Hey dude, you're balding in about 10 years and about 10 years. That might be all gone up top. That shook me a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not going to yeah. lie. Not yep. going to lie. That shook me a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I'm good with it now. I'm over it now. I'm like, Hey, if it happens, it happens. And I'll just focus on growing this thing all big and bushy and shave my head. Yeah. Is what it is. I mean, you're right. I, I had a similar conversation with my son who's in biology right now. And he's like, dad, did you know, like they're like genetic manipulation, like in utero is real. Like if you yeah. want to pay, you can, you know, do the gene testing and then say, oh, hey, we found the gene for Parkinson's and we yeah. can, we can take that out and replace it. He's like, would you do that? And I'm like, oh. that's a tough one. I said, maybe. I mean, yeah, that is tough. I said, I guess. And I didn't say yes or no, but I'm like, I would really have to struggle with that because that's something you take away. It's like, okay, so what if it's simply like the gene for baldness or good teeth or, you know, yeah, you know, full head of hair, blue eyes, whatever. Right. It's like, would you do that? I said, no. Nope. Stuff like that. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with an embryo for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not something I would do. 
because that is but he brings up a good point when it comes he to does. A disease. he really or, does yeah um that's a very interesting point to, to mm -hmm. talk about because i think if i found out like look man if they told me that your daughter we can take she she has a chance of getting this we can change that yeah. i would probably do it yeah i probably uh, would and i can't say i wouldn't either i mean and that's you go down a real slippery slope at that point yeah. of if that was allowed to do that and I, and he says like well it's illegal like worldwide it's illegal i'm like but if we know how to do it i bet you somebody's doing it's it. getting done i mean i that's yes. like yes. when people talk about well human cloning is illegal i'm like oh yeah but the fact that we know how to there's do a it, there's a probably a couple of clones hanging out in china somewhere yeah yeah i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm sure i'm sure it is yeah so i don't know i'm not sure i mean it's a big conversation but if mm -hmm. it's just like hey we're going to do a surgery to make you taller there's if your psyche is so um damaged yeah. that three inches of height is going to fix that you don't need surgery to make you taller you need psychological counseling like you need help yeah and i would agree with that i just yep. i don't it's just a, I didn't think they could ever do this. I really didn't. And the way that they showed it, because I looked it up, and the way they showed it, I was like, oh, my God, this actually works. But again, they're a little off, which you would yeah. be. Your body you structure. Totally would be. Yes. And there's a piece of me that's like, I mean, how many millions of dollars went yeah. into this research and development when there could have been millions of dollars going into other things? like agreed now, I, actually it's funny i actually i actually wish there are times i wish i was smaller yeah or not. me too there are times yeah. i wish i was i always thought that like you know six one would be good six one it's good yeah i can't fit in most sports cars like those high-end sports cars yeah. people like wouldn't it be fun to go out to vegas and like rent some of these like supercars and go drive them I'm like yeah homie don't fit i mean <laughs> Did you just say, like, homie, don't fit? I, I did. I did. <laughs> um, because that was my actual response to the guy that asked me. I'm like, yeah, I don't fit. I don't fit in those cars. Homie, don't fit. Yeah. That's so why I, that's when I love pictures of The Rock standing next to, like, you know, these the sports cars, Maseratis yeah. and Lamborghinis. That's probably, like, it has to be custom made. If he actually, I mean, it's always a picture of him standing next to it. What There's is never a riff. Yeah, he's like six five, six six, two sixty. There's there's never a picture of him <laughs> in the car. Whenever yeah. you see him driving something in a movie, it's like a truck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or something well, I think like he, that. I think he's creating his own little stereotype. Oh, he's wrong. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, totally like the Rock doesn't drive regular cars. No. Well, he didn't he trucks. didn't he get out of like nice cars and uh, ballers? He yeah, like getting out of them. Yeah. And that the camera shot is him standing up. <laughs> okay, not him, right. not him opening a door, undoing yeah, yeah. a seatbelt okay. and okay. getting out of the car. He yeah. was never fully in the car. Okay. In fact, my one my one interaction with The Rock on Instagram was he had a picture from Ballers on the set. And I literally said in there, there's no way you fit in that thing. And he wrote he responded to my comment. He's like, Yeah, no way I did. Well, <laughs> for real? He did. Yeah. Back to you. Yeah. I mean, it How'd was. How did you feel? Oh, I was like, guys, look. Yeah. Rock responded to my account. Yeah, like, How many comments were there? Four hundred fifty thousand, and I happened to be the third one. Yeah. But that's why. Anyway, yeah, he he doesn't fit in those cars. Yeah. It's not funny. without a yeah without severely customizing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So uh, anyway, people, uh, if you if that surgery was free. I'll just throw this out here. Anyone that you would like to change, like we'll throw out, uh, help me out, Greg, because I think what you, I think what your son came up with was really good. Like, you know, you know what? I would actually, if the doctor came up to me and said, like, "Hey, there's this alcoholic gene that you carry that you gave to her. Would you like that out?" I would say, "Yep, take that right out of there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that. So I guess anything negative, I would be like, "Yeah, take that out." Yeah, that's still a slippery slope. I think I really think it is. I think because then, where do you then stop? What, yeah, where do you stop? Where do, not you know, only that, I would think you have two people. 
you have two people um that have a, that have a say in yeah. that embryo like you i have, mean you know you do absolutely but i mean like you know you can't see because of the beard but i got i got like a mole right here always had it or i got one actually right on the tip of my nose if someone were to say hey you know what we could genetically modify your kids so that they never get those what they'd be like oh give them perfect skin sure pure vanity thing yeah that's but at the same time people like you know what if that were to turn into like a cancer right. thing? yeah no and so you right. could you can go down that road and be like oh yeah you're right yeah. yeah, let's give let's give them perfect skin. I mean, yeah. yeah, so anyway. Yeah, you're right. No, it's like sitting at a uh, car dealership and they're like, hey, you want this? This is really cool. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Well, then if you have this, you do know you need this to go with this. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. do that too. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good point. So a slippery slope, fellas um, mm -hmm. and ladies, would how would you, would you do that? Would you, you do? if you had the opportunity to change an embryo or go through painful surgery to make yourself taller or shorter. I guess they could yeah. do that. Sure. Um, Just would take you do bone it? out, I guess. Yeah. Would you do it? Or, you know, I'm sure people would like some sort of modifications. Um, uh, yeah. Where's your line? Sure. Where's your line on modifications? Let me put it that way. So, um, yeah. something that isn't on the docket, but I still kind of want to talk about here. And it's a bit of a tragedy. Uh, did you hear about this Alec Baldwin situation? Yes. I'm glad you want to talk about that. Cause I did want to talk. So, about so Alec Baldwin was on a film of, uh, it's a Western that he's filming down in New Mexico, I think okay. called rust. And mm -hmm. he was, he was doing a scene where I, I think it, he was firing a pistol, old revolver type pistol straight at the camera for the shot mm -hmm. and there was like this plexiglass piece set up to protect the director and the uh director of photography and the film director and within alec baldwin's gun and this has been a developing story was a one live round like it some people thought it was because all those guns are made to fire blanks and a blank is just it's the same as a as a regular round as a regular bullet but with no projectile piece coming out it's still right. like a powder load and sometimes things can get lodged in there sometimes they call it a wad or like a, a something could get in there that if it's fired at a close range it could still act like a projectile and kill somebody that's what happened to brandon lee on the set of the crow back in the 90s it also happened um, to a gentleman do you remember that show the voyagers in 19 in the 80s where that one kid and that and there was a one there was a one guy who was a time traveler he happened to find the kid but he lost his book that gets him through time and but the kid was mm. super smart yeah with okay. history the lead character he was actually very popular in the 80s and he got shot in a blank making a movie and he died yeah i forgot his so, name yeah so it's happened so originally that they thought that could have been the cause but then when the investigation they found out no there was a lime round and it killed this 42 year old uh director helena hutchins who's you know, like you know 42 mother of three i believe yeah. i mean just tragic super talented too from what i understand um and injured the director i mean i think he's gonna be okay but he was still in the hospital last time i checked but yeah they found it was the, this bullet and the the other kicker is that the staff had complained about Hey, we're working 17 hour days. This is yeah, you know, unsafe work. It, it's the same conditions that a large, uh, this one large union in Hollywood actually posed a strike. Now they were still filming. So I'm figuring it wasn't the same organization. Um, but just talking about, Hey, we're working 17 hour, 17 hour days. Guys are they're they're not sleeping they're hungry because they don't have time to eat all these things and then mistakes were made and the well, other piece that i'm hearing is why in the hell was there a live round on set yeah i got more than that yeah that prop gun misfired three times during that entire production oh really and they still used it so one real quick thing i want to shout out here before i go into more stuff i knew about this the last person on the face of this earth guys leave alec baldwin alone he yeah. didn't know he didn't do anything okay yeah. he's an actor whose job is you're supposed to do this at the camera and action 
Like he yep. was given the gun. Now, if you think an actor should have sat there and looked at the gun, investigated a gun, I think you're giving actors way too many, too much credit. Right. Okay. They're not going to do that. They've already believed that it's passed through about probably seven people's hands and inspections, right? Maybe. Yeah. And so everybody that wants Alec Baldwin to face charges and all this stuff, guys in no. guys innocent. He he was just he that's a tragedy. Yeah. It's, it, and I would bet that he's gonna have a hard time firing a gun ever. His, yeah, yeah, like absolutely. He actually killed somebody and he yeah. didn't know. Like that's horrible. So but the more 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 about this before you go the the people that you were talking about they were in really bad conditions they were complaining and whoever's in charge of that gathered them all up and let them go brought in non-union people to finish okay. oh is that what happened yeah and so it was a really bad set it was a really bad thing that was going on there and this is what happens man so, yeah, yeah, a lot of mistakes were made by a lot of untrained people because the people that they were just grinding were dismissed. So I'm reading up yeah. um, in a statement to Associated Press by crew, ma crew member Maggie Goal, G-O-L-L. She, find, she filed an internal complaint with the executive producers of Hulu's Into the Dark series in 2019 over concerns of assistant director David Hall's behavior on set. Uh -oh. Goal said in an email on Sunday that Hall's disregard for safety protocols for weapons and pyrotechnics and tried to continue the film after, the crew, after a crew member had slipped into a diabetic fugue state, which is when your blood sugar gets super low and you're just out of it and so what he just kept pushing the person to keep yep he did not maintain a safe work environment gold told the nbc news sets were almost always allowed to become increasingly claustrophobic no established fire lanes exit blockings safety meetings were non-existent whoa so this assistant director and that's what i've heard is that this was this was not a safe set like they were yeah, for sure people were complaining including uh including Alec Baldwin saying like, this isn't right. You know, they're pushing these, these set builders and uh, electricians and all they're pushing people way too hard. Yeah. Um, and then this accident happened. So um, yeah, if anybody wants to point a finger at Alec Baldwin, that's about the only place you could put it at is a guy of his stature could have sat there yeah. and said, I'm not coming on set until this guy is gone. Cause he does this. That's the only thing that dude's uh, you know, what's the word? Um, that's the only thing you could probably point a finger at Alec Baldwin about is that he could have used yeah. his star status a little bit more in terms of that. Other than that, yeah, leave the guy alone. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's kind of there's pieces to it. Uh so yeah, yep. Yeah. Get back to my so that's pretty um that's pretty so that sad. was terrible. Yeah, that's that's tough. I'm I'm gonna yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see if that event changes the film industry so yeah i think you're right yeah uh going off on a different topic i'm kind of watching over here i got my eye every now and then it goes over there because i'm watching san francisco versus Indianapolis. Oh, okay yeah okay i was told i need you to look this up for me google this i was told that you can get paid by the city of san francisco six figures to pick up human excrement all over the city it's got it's gotten that bad I need to see if that's true because I might move to San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, look, I pick up a little girl's poop and I pick up my dog's poop. It's nothing new to me. In fact, no one ever warns you of how much poop you're going to actually deal with when you become a parent. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Google kind of predicted it for me. San Francisco has established a poop patrol in order to com combat the rising tide of human feces flooding its streets. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, this was uh, published in August 24th, 2018. San Francisco Chronicle also reported that members of the patrol would make uh, make an uh, annual base salary of $71,760 to $184,678 uh, if you include mandated benefits. So... <laughs> My only 
piece to that. So yes, yes, it's true. You can make up to 184 grand a year uh, doing that job. Now you're not going to find a house in San Francisco. Oh, you got to go about an hour for for less than 3 million. Yeah. You got to go out of, out of San Francisco itself. Yep. Wow. Imagine that people still, but like, can you, okay. Just real quick. Can you think of any other job where you would make that much doing something that simple? No. I mean, seriously, let's think about this for a second. Is there anything out there that I'm not aware of or that we are not aware of where you base all you're doing is basically doing what you would normally do if you're a, a parent or well, you're a pet owner? You you know it's different. I mean, well, I mean, kids, it's bigger. <laughs> your kid's poop is one thing. You know, homeless poop is, I'm guessing, something else. I but, don't think it's just homeless. Oh, you think people are just dropping around no matter what? I've heard or, that they have a horrible problem. And I heard, you know, I have heard that like joggers, like there's people that would be out jogging and they're like, oh, got to poop. Yeah, they'll, they'll just, just take a shit right on there. the street. I can't believe I've heard this. And I'm like, no, they're, you're over exaggerating. No, it's, it's for real. Uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, um, I I loved San Francisco when I went there. There was never an issue with that. I heard that that issue started like a year after we visited. So yeah, I've never been. Um, I along the same lines. I remember reading when I was looking up when I was still teaching and looking up, kind of like along the dirty jobs yeah. line. You know what's what's the worst high paying job you can have. And it's uh, at a wastewater treatment plant. So if you use a toilet, it's where it goes. Um, like once a year, I think they said, there's got to be someone that puts on this watertight scuba gear and goes oh, into no. one of these holding tanks oh, no. and just scrapes off the screens that are on, like down in like the pump room where yeah. you just, it gets clogged with, stuff so you're swimming in a so cesspool of you're human swimming excrement. you're swimming in shit yes and piss and, and yeah all of it i mean all of it there's probably water in there too just uh there's probably but, worse stuff too but you're in there just cleaning out cleaning out these screens oh my god for people that flush things that aren't supposed to be flushed and then also just the stuff that gets stuck in there oh, and you know, like they interviewed this guy i remember watching I think I, it wasn't a dirty jobs episode. I don't think it was like something else like discovery, but it was like, Hey, we're about to show you some gross stuff. If you don't, if you can't take it, change the channel kind of thing. And you were like, I'm in, let's go. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I can do this. And I'm literally watching it and it was fine. They mounted a camera on the guy's gear and he had said, yeah, it's terrible. Like getting in and out is the worst when you're, cause like when he's down in, in there, doing the job it's just like brown water is what yeah. it looked like yeah but when you'd see him surface because all this all the floaters more or less oh, wow there, there was about six inches or maybe a foot of just top sludge oh that god that reminds me of remember rambo where they had him yeah. sitting in picture it yeah yeah it, oh, it was god. but it was brown and, and he's like that's the worst part he's like honestly but he's he gets in he does the job he gets out. There's guys immediately at the ladder. Like as he's rising out of it, they're hitting him with hoses, just like hosing him down. Hosing him down. Yeah. yeah as he comes out. And I'm like, Jesus. he's like, it's a psychological thing. He's like, is really what it is. You got to get past that. He's, but when they said his annual salary, and I'm like, do you do that? And then they said, this isn't an everyday thing. But he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's the guy that's trained to do it. Like he went through the special training, and he's got to keep up. He's got to keep so, up his his scuba license. This is the um, best part of this: the training. So, yeah, how much? <laughs> how many mistakes were made in that training? So I don't the know. guy that had to write the book on this because so, he had to experience first and make the mistakes. Yep. yep. And it's, I mean, it's he's probably tanks not around are, anymore. His holding tanks are huge. Um. And when I say he got it, he has to keep a scuba license. This isn't like going out to the islands with your and then put it. It's not that he's got like the, like the abyss style. 
oh. where it like it like locks into place and you can like see his full face yeah and stuff like that and he can talk and move around and um oh, so it's it, like a it's, high tech yeah it's that kind of scuba thing. suit yes it oh. is a high tech diving gear like you know that the navy would use kind of stuff yeah so wow. it, it's he's like so, so like when they have the camera i mean that's what he sees is this kind of slush or this yeah. sludge that he's got to get through um but yeah that, like I, I i'm imagining resurfacing right and you kind of you might have to like go like dig out of it a little bit yeah, yeah. just oh they, they didn't show that part they just oh. showed him, they showed him like coming up, coming up out of the ladder and yeah he had he had particulates there's uh, somebody yeah. that there's somebody on tiktok that he keeps filming his wife and i guess if he makes the sound uh, oh yeah he actually starts <laughs> yeah yeah control it she actually it. starts gagging i, I saw think, what yeah i saw a guy do that where he's like hey what's up with that wasp and he's like yeah. she's like oh that's a really bad one yeah i heard they're making sounds like and she's like <laughs> just yeah yeah hopefully she's not listening to this podcast because she's mm. doing it in her car right now <laughs> yep just lost a fan yeah just lost a fan <laughs> um uh yeah i think i think we're good <laughs> yep on that note yeah, i think we'll end on that note um i do want to say congratulations to the strulies they happen to have a new member of the family so they got a new dog named princess leia so i i'm yep. guessing she just goes by leia well, she goes by leia yep. yeah yep she's so. with us very cool very cool Do- new dogs are always fun and then that wears off yeah <laughs> i'll just leave it there yep so if we can... all right man sign us out all right well as you're doing your research this week on vaccinations or poop scrubbers um yeah uh, know your sources know where you're getting that information from make sure it is a credible source i mean if there are sources that object to that read them both make it make an informed decision get both sides of the story or maybe even a third side of the story if there is one so get that uh so check your sources know your audience if you're going to spread that information around know who you're talking to and, and then try to phrase it in a way that they can understand and do it without uh being mean or anything like that which leads us to our next point is that if you're going throughout your week and you're doing those things don't be a douche boom so for the Greg, this is Johnny. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Podcast out, people. Have a great day. See you later.